Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Taher Hamed. I'm my co-host. As all, well, I guess not as always, but it's Stephen Badorf back yes. again. <laughs> Stephen Badorf. Hopefully Maurice can add like fireworks or congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Resounding <Yeah>. applause. <laughs> Daher. <laughs> so today's episode, the last few we've done have been pretty long just because they're really dense topics. Um, but this one is not very dense. Yeah. We so. also like to hear ourselves talk a lot. So. Yeah, apparently. I'm like, God, every time we stop, I'm like, that was 40 minutes. <laughs> so this one, um, very short and when it comes to the hierarchy of things you need to be doing in your marketing, it's not like this one's super high up. But as you get more mature in your marketing, or if you're a current marketing coordinator, or even a marketing department, we have a couple of internal marketing teams through MSP Camp. It's like this is something you should be doing because we've definitely seen value over it, value from it over the years, and that is sending a monthly newsletter to your MSP clients. They are not a difficult thing to do. If you spend 30 minutes a month, you can consistently create a solid email newsletter for clients. And we're going to get in. I'm going to let Steven do a lot of the talking on this one because I feel like I've been hogging the mic too much um, <laughs> to go over the structure. But before we do that, one thing I wanted to um, talk about was a story that I've talked about in the podcast before. But we get a lot of positive feedback from our clients in the newsletters. We used to send newsletters to, to prospects too, and then I realized that was super silly. Prospects don't care about our newsletters, but our clients do care because they, they deal with us and they pay us a lot of money and they, they do want to see what's going on and, and hear about updates and events that we're doing and webinar trainings and tech tips and everything else. They, they really engage with them a lot. We did a network review, review the other day and, and the, um, the owner of this like massive company was like, hey, I, I, I love y'all's tech tips. That, that little girl, <laughs> she said, that little, that little girl is so great. Um, I can only assume she's talking about Maddie. I don't think I look like a little girl, <laughs> but she's like, like she's very great and they're just really helpful. And I was like, cool. Like this is a client that gets our newsletters and not only gets them, but she like, she like actually watches the videos and interacts with it. Um, because sometimes when you're just posting those videos on YouTube or Facebook, they, your clients may not be on your YouTube or Facebook and, and you, you want them to see that content. It's really good content. So that was really cool. And then recently a, a, um, this is the story I've told before. Recently, a executive at a client left that client, um, which is always an opportunity for us. It's always a massive opportunity for us because usually when they go somewhere, they'll, they'll refer us in. They, um, they were like, hey, can you keep me on the newsletters? And, like gave me a different email address. I was like, absolutely. Like I would love to no keep brainer, you. Yeah, yeah, I would love to keep you on the newsletters. But just the fact like what it, what it took for him to reach out for us to put them on it, it's just like, you know, it shows how engaged they are with it. So those are just kind of two stories I wanted to tell to kind of prime the discussion. And then, Stephen, I'll kind of pass it on to you and, like, what we include in our email newsletters specifically. Yeah, I'll just break down some of the main sections that you should aim for just to differentiate it and actually have, I mean, clients asking to still be on the newsletter. And the big part of that, I mean, the first two points I'll talk about are mostly around just, like, showing people something we always preach, but... Um, they're not really going to stick around if you're just sending over blogs about technical things that 
every other newsletter is for an MSP if they're sending them out because that's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. There's so many templates online. It's just fluff, which, I mean, I guess this is our podcast, so <laughs> no fluff. Yeah. But yeah, basically, like so, oh. oh, sorry, <laughs> talking. What? Taher. So it's no, so. <laughs> like I see a lot of these newsletters where it's like, yeah, it's like super technical, like, cloud security and it's like our clients aren't looking at cloud security blogs you know like i don't understand you <laughs> yeah. know, like that's what they pay us for um you know it's like they these a lot of these newsletters i've just been filling seeing. space to, like, yeah, ex- larger, it's yeah exactly it feels like filling space and it's just like topics that like just aren't engaging even to me and i am an msp <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely not engaging to our clients yeah, so starting off for like showing that people part, I mean, we always include an overall positive, like a company update, something great that one of our employees did, something that's going on in the lives of somebody, um, improvement, like announcements, highlights, any of those areas. There's so much that can fall into that, but really just highlighting what's happening with your people while also showing like your core values in play because you're actually showing these things. It's not just fluff where it's like, here's something about cloud, here's something about Microsoft 365 saying nothing. You start off and you say, hey, here's something great that somebody in our um, company did. Like, it really does change a lot of ways because people don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then also falling into that, we're showing people. We always like to show an employee spotlight for new hires, new people jumping on the team. And for your clients, this is great, too, because these are the people they'll be interacting with when they're on the phones or calling and putting in a ticket. It really does change a lot because it almost has that little bit of connection before they even really meet this person over the phones. It's just like... Hey, here's this person. Here's something about them. Here's a few fun facts. Here's what they do in their free time. I mean, it really does go a long way in showing connection to your company because you're not just like a faceless MSP throwing out the same information and blog articles to random bits that don't really apply that much to what somebody actually cares about when they receive a newsletter, which what your company is doing and what the people are doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we always aim to have that those employees and people spotlighted. Same thing as your website, same thing as your social media. It's just essential to standing out in the MSP space. And then a next part we like to do, so I'm not saying you can't use blog articles, but use your own blog articles. Don't just link out to ones that are already created by somebody else. Link to ones on your website, ones that you've specifically made. I mean, we have a super strong one that we built recently for Alltech on MFA with a video at the top, infographic built into the middle, table of contents, all the bits to it. And it's a nice thousand word about um, blog article. And we feel really confident and strong in sending that out yeah and that's that falls into uh, for us that falls into marketing like you know i was talking to msp and they're like well that's more service delivery i'm like i hear what you're saying because it is like mfa like we're, we're rolling out mfa to all clients whether they like it or not but the reason it falls into marketing is because we did a tech tip video which is now on msp camp mm-hmm. we did an infographic explaining the criteria to implementing mfa what should the executives care about what are we going to do on the it side how does it impact the user like that's not a blog that we created for SEO, right? That's a blog to inform our specific client our clients, yep. base that this is coming. And that's why it fell into marketing. And it gives the newsletter value because it is specifically made, not for the newsletter, but for these specific clients who might not have found it otherwise. Yeah. Sending it out. And the cool thing about that is as soon as we got done with it, we made an MSP camp version and say, cool, here you go, guys. If you're doing this same project, because we're all MSPs, right? you can send this out or tailor it for you. You know, you may use Duo instead of the Authenticator app. You might There might be things you change on it, but it's a really great starting point to kind of getting that same communication out to clients. And that is something you would put in your newsletter to clients. 
Yeah. So, I mean, these videos built in the blogs is always great. But additionally, we always recommend have a tech tip put into your um, newsletter at some point about something. Usually, you don't do the same video if you have a blog with a video already in it. But just a nice tech tip that you recently put up. We have a large array of them now up in MSP camp. But put one of, oh, it, no, no, it's the same. But again, I always want to be con conscious of a lot of listeners may not be MSP camp members. So it's you can do your own tech tips very quickly, very easily. Yep. You know, we're not trying to push that you have to be an MSP camp member to do newsletters. You should be doing newsletters. And it's easy to fill this newsletter up with, with content. Um, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. Oh, yeah, but like in that same vein, like, yeah, mm -hmm. just having a video of some sort that you've created. So maybe it doesn't have to be specifically a tech tip, but some video where somebody from your company is talking about service, something going on, it always does mm -hmm. add a little bit to it. Yeah. Um, addition like, oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Like, <laughs> like one thing that I, I do like that people do is, like, you know, the, the last pass breach, I think that's pretty relevant content. Like, even though it's kind of technical, that's something that the end user your client may actually engage with like oh i didn't know LastPass was breached and you did a quick video explaining that like that's the kind of stuff that highly relevant stuff that you can include in the newsletters you know it's hard because i really like evergreen content to be honest like the way i create content i really want to put enough time and effort into it to where it's somewhat evergreen which is hard to do in technology whereas that type of content it's um it's more like immediate quick and has a fast burn high impact fast burn i don't we don't do as much of that, but it is cool. And it's, I like that MSPs do that. And if you do that, keep doing that. I think that's really cool thing to do. My personal things, I don't really do it mainly cause I'm lazy. Um, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a cool thing to do. And that's a great piece of tech tip or video to get in these newsletters. Yeah. And then we always try to put in a link to our upcoming webinars, ones that are coming up and things like that. I mean, we really think of a newsletter as a whole as you're basically just packaging all this content and all these links and things that you already have up in your site. We already have it on YouTube, things like that, but we're packaging it cleanly for the client so they can just jump in here and they're confident they're going to receive, oh, here's a new tech tip that came out in the past month. Here's something that's going on. Here's everything that employees from the company I work with and rely my technology on. Here's all the things that have been going on with them. Here's the webinar. They don't have to worry about finding the specific pages because, I mean, to us, it seems like a no-brainer to come, oh, check our webinar page frequently to see upcoming webinars, but it's also so much easier to also just have this link specifically built into the newsletter so it's just a great packaged way for clients to know they can rely on to get all their information about their IT provider. Yeah, and also it's, a, it's about them too. I totally agree with you, Stephen, there. And also, like, yeah, the webinars, these tech tips are to teach you. Here's a service spotlight that you might need to look at. Like, we use Exclaimer now for Signature Manager. When I'm in network reviews, a lot of people nod their head like, yeah, we want that. So we're going to include that in the newsletter. Um, yeah, it's a tangible benefit to yes. the clients. Yep. Yep. Here's another example. So we do these webinars with our peer group where it's not just us holding these webinar trainings. We actually spread the cost of it, which the cost isn't much. The specialist we hire is like 200 bucks, right? It's not a big expense, but it's kind of nice because we all do it together and it makes sure that there's enough people showing up to these webinars. Um, but here's the thing. When we send the email out to our clients, we get a whole lot more client registrations than when they send it out to their clients. And I think a lot of that is because our clients are used to getting these newsletters. They're used to hearing from us, and they're used to us providing value to them. And so when we send a webinar on training on, on Teams or Excel or whatever else, they're engaged, and they sign up at a higher rate than other MSPs. I don't know why they do that. It's the same emails. It's literally the same copy. It's the same time. It's the same content, but 
I think our client base, because we've been doing this for so long, is just a little bit more engaged. And that's, you know, part of the stuff why we say, hey, you guys should send out newsletters. And now we've been helping them send out newsletters too. Their engagement is rising. It's not just newsletter. It's also in-person events, right? It's also going to their events. We get invited to a lot of client events. We want to show face. There's a lot of other moving parts, but building those more solid relationships with your clients outside of just help desk and outside of just QBR meetings is highly valuable and increases engagement across the board, increases referrals across the board, which we'll be talking about in a previous podcast on how to get more referrals. So all that to say is back to you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, um, so other essentials, I mean, a lot of these are just great things to add on there and you can modify it as much as you please, but we also always like to have, this is also in the reign of kind of people, but we include it later on in the webinar. We always like to have actual testimonials or reviews that have come in from clients to the technicians that they work with, yep. and it's just like shouting them out. We have a we have a design on MSP Camp, uh, but like you can create it yourself too, or even just include it as text design into your newsletter, where yep. it's just I mean it's shouting out the tech. Here's a quick like one two three sentence like shout out like hey great job on this issue, and obviously you're gonna pick the best ones, but that and a five star rating it just goes a long way at the end of that to say. I mean, your clients are going to recognize the technicians because they are your current clients. This isn't a prospect who doesn't know who the heck like George is. Mm -hmm. These people are like this is somebody that they most likely talk to at some point. I mean, it really does help build that connection with the client and the technician. Yep, one hundred percent. And then otherwise is my last point. Yeah, I just don't like the design of it. Yeah. Um, just like overall branding. Obviously, make sure to have a nice header for your webinar. I mean, not your webinar for your newsletter. You want to make sure the colors are up there. What we do personally is so if there's if it's Christmas or there's a Thanksgiving, there's some season coming up or there's a holiday coming up, we usually pull from one of our social packs where we have all the holiday themes, use that as the header for the actual um, newsletter and then brand according to that. Or we'll pull a social media image that we already have created and use that as a header. They work really well for those. Um, obviously, I guess that is if you're a member for the Ranger Leader. Mm -hmm. But also additionally, like just make sure you're pulling in something to bring your brand so it's not just... It doesn't just look like stock newsletter template. We use Active Campaign when building out our newsletters, but it's something that you'll notice too. Just like Tahir said to me, it was this is a unrelated topic, but for like a blog a while back, it was on WordPress, and he was like, "Hey, these blogs look a little bit WordPressy," and like immediately I knew exactly what he meant because you can tell it just looks like, "Oh, this was built out in WordPress," and like there wasn't much branding actually applied to it, and that can be the same for newsletters. We're just like, "Oh, this is just like a stock newsletter template." You got to go above beyond, change the colors up, have some sort of header, and make sure those images are breaking it up. And it goes a long way to making the professionals in the newsletter really stand out. Yeah. And what's cool is that it doesn't take much to go above and beyond when it comes to design and changing newsletters. Like Sometimes it's as simple as a designed header, basically. Yeah, exactly. So don't get you know scared when we say that. Because we do usually start with the templates in our CRM, so you can definitely start there because it's really nice. It, it'll kind of get things in a good spot for you and then update it, like Steven's saying, to to, to look better and, and more like you. Yep, like all of them are drag and drop nowadays, so it makes it so much more seamless. Yep. All right. Um, last thing I wanted to say there is we are moving to a printed newsletter for, for Alltech. And, you know, I've seriously considered offering a printed newsletter for MSP camp. And then I realized like, it's just going to turn into like more of these, like, I don't want to say generic, but it's going to turn into like a blanket approach. And like, that's why we do MSP camp the way we do, where it's all this different, all these different campaigns and content because you, you, your members tailor it for them. 
right? And like, if I try and create a printed newsletter, it's going to be difficult because really a newsletter needs to be so specific to the MSP. What's going on with your MSP? What trainings do you have going on? There's so much there that needs to be specific to you. Now, what's cool is if you are an MSP camp member, there's so much cool stuff that can plug into your newsletters, but it can't just be that, right? Like you can do a funny live action video to make your your client laugh. You can include those engaging social media graphics like the Ram Eating Monster or whatever else. You can include those tech tips, but you also need to include maybe a video from you. You also need to include what certifications have you gotten or your techs have gotten. You know, what happened at the quarterly meeting you had going on? What webinar training are you doing for your clients this quarter, right? So newsletters really do need to be tailored. That's that's a very important piece of content that needs to be super tailored to your, to your MSP. All right. Anything else before we move to challenge of the week? I think we're all set. All right. Move into challenge of the week. All right, everybody. So challenge this week is make sure you start preparing a newsletter. What should your news What should your newsletter include? Um, do you have a CRM? Do they have templates you can start with? What type of content do you want to be filling in uh, this newsletter? Anything else, Stephen? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all good. Just make sure there's that personal touch, and you're going above and beyond from the templates and things that are already provided to you to really make sure this newsletter is client-centric and really just show your personality and what's going on with you because your clients will care about it. They're not just unqualified leads, basically. So yep. yeah, keep that in mind. And when used correctly, a newsletter is a fantastic thing to send every month. And yeah, if you stick to it consistently, it's something clients will look forward to. Totally agree. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Thank you.